0: Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting. I appreciate you being here at the channel today. And for those of you that have not yet done so, you know, please hit that subscribe button. And if you find the information that I provide beneficial, you know, please hit that like button as well. And for you folks that are in the process of starting a new facility or you have an existing facility and you need additional funding, you know, click the link below for funding, Uh, you could potentially qualify for between 50 and $250,000 with no collateral. So with that said, let's get started. Our topic for you today, it's seven key selling habits that all gym professionals must develop. So let's get into it, decide where you at on this list. What can you do to improve and what can you do to take your business to that next level? So number one is find your ideal customers. Find your ideal customers. Who are your best prospects, you know, for what you're trying to do? And and part of this is, you know, pick out you know individual niches and, and different areas that you want to work on. You know, maybe you're focusing on new moms, maybe you're focusing on uh, first-time exercisers, you know, maybe you're focusing on you know former members. You know, who are your best customers? And depending on how you're kind of your, what your situation is, maybe it's your existing customers are your best customers. You know, maybe they want to add on a family member. You know, maybe they'd like to upgrade, depending on, you know, what your role is. Maybe, you know, they'd like to, uh, to buy personal training. Maybe group training is something they want. So, you know, find that ideal customer, and that's where you want to focus. Number two, you want to focus on the relationship. And I like to call this, really you're looking, you're looking to build a sense of community here, but you want to focus on the relationship. One of the bigger mistakes that I see made is that we'll sign somebody up and then we let them go and then we're done, okay? We go to that next one, okay? And what I want to suggest here is stay in touch with these folks. And you, you may have you know, folks in your gym that you know, kind of handle retention and some of that. But if you're that salesperson that has signed them up, stay in touch. You know, you want to nurture these folks. You know, you want to help maintain interest, maintain desire, you want to learn about them. I mean, Connect with them on Facebook, you know, connect with them on Instagram, uh, on other social media. You know, follow their blogs if they're doing things like that. You know, know what their family's doing on vacation. But get to know your customer. The better job you can do of this you know, the greater chance that customer is going to stick around a whole lot longer. The longer they stick around, I mean, they might bring in a spouse that wants to join, a friend or two that wants to get started. They might want to buy some training. They're going to participate in, in various events you know, that you offer at your gym. So, you know, focus on the relationship. It's not just sign them up and you're done. Uh, number three, identify needs clearly okay now what I mean by this is you know what we're trying to do here with the customer is we want to solve problems for them we want to provide solutions and we need to be really clear you know, and in really understanding this you know somebody says they want to lose weight they want to lose 20 pounds that's not going to be enough necessarily okay and so we want to make sure we ask the question hey Mary I understand you want to lose 20 pounds you want to get fit you want to get back into shape. Mary, let me ask you this. Why is that important to you? Mary, tell me, how's that going to change your life if you're able to do that? Okay, you really want to dig as deep as you can here to understand clearly what problem is it that they want solved. Because the more you understand that, now you can utilize that information to show them how you can indeed solve that problem for them. If you're just getting, you know, kind of you know, surface level information, it can make this really difficult. And the thing is, even if the person doesn't sign up, you know, your, your, your follow up, and your, your, your continued conversation with them uh, with your customers become much more effective because you understand you know, what problem it is that they want solved. Uh, number four is you want to per- present persuasively. You want to be persuasive in your presentation. Now there's a couple things I want to recommend on this. Number one, you want to practice it. Don't just wing it. You want to practice your presentation to your customer. And it's no different than, you know, an actor on stage or a musician on stage. You want to memorize your lines. You want to memorize your material. And the reason you do it is so that you're free to be yourself. This is what you're trying to do. Okay, so memorize it, practice it, know exactly how it's supposed to go. This will now allow you to be who you are, which is also a very large part of the selling process. Here's the second thing as far as being really persuasive in the sale is let's don't forget the very first sale that needs to be made here and that's the sale to ourselves okay so number one can you solve your customers problem you know do you have the best club to solve your customers problem you know is now the best time to solve your customers problem you know most folks would always answer yes to that to all those okay it's not always accurate make sure we work on this because you know staying sold ourselves, which allows us to be more persuasive is something you really have to work on because you know you come across a lot of no's in a course of the day and sometimes it can it can work on you and maybe you're not quite as convinced as you were maybe when the day first started so present persuasively a couple different ideas on how you can do that Uh, number five you want to answer objections, your customer objections. You want to answer these effectively. Okay. Now I want to give you a couple things to think about here on this. There's a lot of things we could really talk about on some of this, but let me give you something to think about on answering objections effectively. When you're going through the tour with a customer, like the greeting, the evaluation, the tour, the analysis, really this is where you know, this is where the selling takes place. And what I mean by selling, this is where you're solving problems for your customer, this is where you're providing solutions, Uh, this is where you're building value, okay? Now the final step of that process is the P, you know, that's the price presentation. And the thing you want to remember is when you get down to this price presentation, you know, the selling is over. We've already done that. When you get down to the price presentation, now it's about closing okay and it's about asking for the sale and one of the bigger mistakes that i see frequently is that when we're not sure you know we don't know quite what to do we will go back we'll get in retreat mode and we go back to selling customer gives an objection we go back to selling okay that should have already been done And so, you know, how do you overcome objections uh, effectively? Well, first of all, you remember kind of where you're at because really this should be process driven. You know, customer might say the objection, why I had no idea it cost this much money. Hey, Mary, I understand, you know, seems like everything costs more money these days. You know, Mary, what do you say? Can we go ahead and get you started today? I mean, you simply acknowledge it and ask them okay so you'll make sure we, we understand that as part of it and then also at the same time you know, when you're looking at this one of the, the the great things you can always be thinking about is always go back to solving problems okay but at its core here you know you have your chance to sell and then you have your chance to ask that's where you want to be um, number uh, number six we kinda I kinda let into that a little bit but make sure we ask for a decision Okay. And you know, the, the presentation itself, you know, we're down to it. Mary, both these programs, you know, can help get you the results you're looking for. You know, both these programs are going to help you lose the weight, get back into shape. But most importantly, you know, both these programs are going to help you get off that medication and stay off that medication. Mary, of the two, which one's going to suit your needs the best? Well, I like program number two, Mary. Fantastic. Maybe the first one to welcome you to the gym. I asked for a decision. Or Mary says, well, hey, can I give this some thought and get back with you tomorrow? Hey, Mary, I understand completely. You know, A lot of our members want to think about it before they get started. <clears throat> but Mary, since it sounds like it's something you're probably going to do anyway, may I suggest we go ahead and get started today? Mary, what do you say? Can we go ahead and get you started? Okay, you have to ask for the decision. This is not something that's always easy for everybody, but practice it. And right now, if you're, if you're not asking at all, let's see if we can't get you to one time. If you're asking once, let's get you to two, and then so on and so forth. You know, take it one step at a time, but practice this, practice asking. Because the reality is, if you don't ask, you know, the answer is always gonna be no. And then number seven, get in the habit of asking for referrals, okay? You know, people wanna give referrals. I mean, all, all the data out there tells us that 90% of all consumers say they would give a referral Uh, If we would simply ask, yet I think only about 11% of all people in sales will ask. And it's, it's our insecurity that causes that. When you're asking for the referral, take the same idea, same approach. You know, how does this benefit the customer? Okay, well you got someone to work out with, makes it more fun, come in more often, push yourself harder, probably get your results quicker, maybe a little one-upmanship, okay, could be some of that. So, you know, think of all the benefits of that, but get in the habit of asking for referrals because this should be your number one source of new members sold, all right? So, seven key selling habits okay, uh, that all gym sales professionals must develop. Take a look at them. Where are you at on this list? What can you do to start improving your sales in your gym today? Folks, I appreciate y'all being here today. Look forward to seeing y'all in that next video.